Hey everyone, Amy here, and I don't have a podcast episode for you today, but I do have a few things I wanted to share with you very briefly. So if you've hung out with me for any length of time, you know that one of the key tenets of Joy Junkie is all about speaking up. It's using your voice. It's being vocal. It's having tough conversations, even when those conversations are really hard, even when they hurt. And now, uh, more than ever, I really feel compelled and convicted to use my voice and to encourage you to use your voice, especially those of us who have really had the luxury and privilege of being silent on matters of race and social injustice and issues that particularly affect BIPOC, which is an acronym for Black, Indigenous, and People of Color. So as a leader of what I believe is a very largely white community, I personally feel convicted to share my stance on the current social happenings just so that I am crystal fucking clear about how I've been growing and moving and changing and how I intend to really show up in this platform and to be really clear about what Joy Junkie stands for and what the community is all about. So I really think that it's time to get uncomfortable. It's time to grow and listen and act. I think it's well beyond time, myself very much included. And in the words of the brilliant Rachel Cargill, who is an activist, if you're not familiar with her, she says, white feelings should never be held in higher regard than black lives. And that's what we're dealing with right now. A bunch of uncomfortable white people and black people who are losing their lives at the hands of systemic racism inside our police system. It is wildly uncomfortable, yes, but it is beyond time for white people to be uncomfortable. In fact, I think uncomfortable is the fucking least thing <laughs> we should be. So in, in case it needs any more clarity, uh, Joy Junkie Enterprises and everything that I am a part of actively and openly supports the Black Lives Matter movement and anything that could compromise the safety or the security of BIPOC in this space will certainly not be tolerated. And, you know, I really think that social justice and personal development are tethered. And I cannot, in good conscience, pretend to be aiding you all and being the best versions of yourself while not addressing the seriousness of white supremacy that we have all been operating under. And truthfully, without even realizing it, to be honest, it is the epitome of privilege to have the option not to bring race into the mix, to you know politely decline those conversations, I think is a part of privilege that I'm really looking to move the bar on that. And I also recognize that a statement such as this about where I stand really is just barely a beginning, if that. This movement is really about forward action, not grand statements or a few posts on Instagram or Facebook. I think it's about protests, calls, petitions, 
donations, inclusivity in our work that we do, all of us, reading up and educating, learning from BIPOC, and the big dog of them all, shocker to all of you, some seriously tough conversations with our white friends and family that are the action steps being called for. But hey, listen, I don't think it's going to happen overnight. I don't pretend to have all of the answers, not even remotely. But I do think that this is a call to arms. This is a call to start wherever you are. In fact, there was a time when I didn't understand white privilege, not to mention supremacy. I was like, Psh, that's KKK, though. <laughs> and I thought that that wasn't something at all that affected the world, let alone me. And I was offended even. I'm, a, I'm ashamed to say that now. But I wasn't listening, and I was speaking from my own privilege without even realizing it. But eventually I did start listening. And guess who actually started calling me into that understanding? Other white people, white women specifically, who were already farther along in the work. And I could hear them because they looked like me. And I think that is one of the biggest calls to arms that we have right now for those of you listening who who are white that we have a uniquely white audience in many of our social circles and if we begin to change and understand and listen to what BIPOC is going through and has gone through without defensiveness without judgment with just genuine compassion and a willingness to hear I think we can change the world. And furthermore, I feel like it's our responsibility to take on this education. So I am imploring you to do the same, to look at what that looks like. One small step. So if you've been feeling beyond overwhelmed <laughs> with the wealth of resources circulating all over social, I'm going to put a page for you to check out, a web page that's continuously being updated, one page where you can find a multitude of articles and podcasts, documentaries that you can simply move through at your own pace. Just start with reading a book. Just start with listening to a podcast. Just pick one thing. But please just start somewhere one thing at a time, one forward action at a time. That's it. Let's be better, y'all. Way fucking better. All right. Sending you huge love. Please be sure to check out the show notes on whatever platform you're listening to. You will see a link to the document that I'm talking about. And it is called Anti-Racism Racism Resources. Great place for you to just pick a thing. Just pick a thing. I'm sending you all so much love. I appreciate you. And this is a new level, new level of learning. Have an amazing day. Peace.